<laughs> Monday again, Miracle Monday. I'm Tommy Dome. This is Father Jacob Bear. That's right. I'm at St. Columkill Parish as a parochial vicar. Used to be called associate pastor. We, we changed the title a while ago, but that's neither here nor there. And it's not funny, but I'm laughing because I've screwed up this recording twice. Yes. That's, but One time a battery died, and another time I didn't have my own audio turned up. So all you heard was Father Jacob talking, mm-hmm. and then I would jump in with silence. Yeah. What's Yes, that was real. But God loves you. God really does. He loves you. Even though you. you're... you're you're pretty ticked off at me for wasting all your time. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I uh, go ahead. So what Le- we're gonna do? In. Yes. Yeah. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna try and knock this out. Let's do it. Right now, everything's working. So, Father Jacob's gonna take us into the eighth chapter of Matthew's Gospel. Yes. And that's gonna lead into two different miracle stories yes. that he's gonna s- combine and show how they show two different pieces of what God's trying to tell us. I'm excited. Us. It's pretty beautiful. It's raining hard. Outside right now at the time yeah. of this recording. Yeah, yeah. Bring so, it. So, Matthew 8, starting at verse 14. I'm having deja vu. What's for the third we time? We all just said this stuff a couple times. So, and when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand, and the fever left her, And she rose and served him. That evening they brought to him many who were possessed with demons, and he cast out the evil spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, quote, He took our infirmities and bore our diseases, end quote. So I like this verse because one of the things I like is, says Jesus healed all who were sick. And before that, he's healing Peter's mother-in-law who had a fever. And what was the fever back then? I don't know. Was it more dangerous back then? Probably. I don't think penicillin was around yet. They didn't know modern medicine like we have today. So any sickness could potentially be life-threatening in Jesus' day, in a certain sense, even in our own day. But what it shows is Jesus was not asking Peter, okay, is your mother-in-law really sick, though? Like, is she I bleeding mean, everywhere? Like, how, is she missing a or limb? Or is she, like, at 99.5 on the thermometer? The thermometer, right. Fever. Yeah, just a slight, is it just mm-hmm. a, mm, just a little, like, she's uncomfortable? No, Jesus just heals her. And then the word of that spread, I imagine this is what Matthew is implying, Jesus heals her, word spreads, and everybody comes for healing. And it says, uh, Jesus healed all people. And to your point, the last time we were recording, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't say only life-threatening diseases. It says all diseases. It says everything. He just healed it all. So did people show up with backaches? And then also leprosy or something like that? Well, maybe. Matthew just seems to say Jesus' ministry of healing was fulfilling prophecies about the Messiah who would bear our diseases and, uh, you know, take away our infirmities. So it's like Jesus is walking up to people and he's making what sort of sound effect as he's... (laughs) So it's like the... I I just... 
like kind of bearing it away, what, kind of drawing it away. Sorry, draw, <laughs> drawing it away. And so it's important for us to remember Jesus just likes to heal because healing is the kingdom of God being made present right now. And like you said last time, mm -hmm. that one of Jesus' first messages and throughout all the gospels, he's saying, the kingdom of God is at hand. Another translation puts it, the kingdom of God is among you or among in you. your midst. In your midst. So it can kind of be a false perception when we think the kingdom of God is is this is up in heaven, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like in the Our, our mm -hmm. Father, like on earth mm -hmm. as it is in heaven. Mm -hmm. But Jesus is saying, no, no, the kingdom here, now, me, for you in particular. Yes, you. So that leads into uh, with this thought of like Jesus wants to just heal. He just wants to heal everybody. I, I There's these two miracle stories I just want to contrast because I do think we go through life and sometimes we have this underlying thought that in order for Jesus to do something, my problem needs to be of a certain threshold. So one of those certain thresholds would be like the illness I have is debilitating. So this doctor at this healing service had a brain tumor. He was no longer able to practice being a doctor. And he had double vision and the double vision was four inches apart. And the the humor in this people is that we've literally said this now for the third time, everything you're hearing, because the first time the battery didn't work and the second time the sound was off. So we're not laughing at this person's affliction. We're laughing because I'm a doofus and I've screwed it up a couple of times, but hey, I think it's still working, but we might run out of tape if we don't get to it. So this doctor, he's a medical doctor. He can't practice anymore because he's got double vision. Things, you know, close that so you should be able to see quite well. They're four inches apart at this right. time. But that, you and some others pray over him. The That night, the double vision goes down to two inches apart. So he is seeing improvement happen in real time. What ends up happening later on is I don't know if the tumor goes away completely or if it gets small enough where it doesn't matter, but he's able to resume his practice. And like Peter's mother-in-law, after his healing, he joins a healing prayer team himself and starts praying oh, really? for other people. Yeah. So he takes his healing and the mercy he has received and he gives it away. Now, that would be, I think, a story of healing that crosses that invisible threshold we have. That we have in our minds, this made up sort of thing. Right. It's not from Jesus. <clears throat> Jesus never said to somebody who was sick, ah, suck it up, buttercup. Like, get over yourself. <laughs> like, that's, you should see the leper I just passed by. Like, just deal with it. Yeah, like, someone's dying here in this right. town, I'm sure, like yeah. every day. Yeah, And, and you're, you're coming here with a headache or a fever. Right. Or... Get out of here. Yeah, never, nowhere in the Gospels did that happen. <laughs> you're super physically fit. You're actually ripped, a great physical specimen, mm -hmm. but you're blind. Like, come on, you're going to live another 30, You should be years. thankful. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, Jesus comes in and anything that's bothering us, he wants to heal. Because he didn't just say, I have come that you could have a good enough life. He yeah, says, no. I have come, you might have life to the full. Yeah, abundant life. Yeah. Yeah. Maxed out. And you've seen this sort of 
perception sometimes when people come to you in prayer and you say, what can I pray for you for? And, and they sometimes you hear a certain response. They kind of deflect it. Oh, Father, I'm not as bad off as so-and-so, or hey, don't worry about me. You know, my kids are blah, da, 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 da. And there's something noble about that, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, there's something selfless, and we don't want to be self-centered. And when somebody puts us on the spot, it can be difficult to accept charity and help from another person. I get that. But I do wonder if it's that, again, that thought that we have that's totally invented, uh, not from the Gospels, not from church teaching, that our problems need to be at a certain threshold before God can deal with them, lead into... Like, well, we'd be bothering him otherwise. We'd be bothering him almost is the fear. Or don't feel bad for me. Or maybe there's some, I don't want to be dependent. Right. I don't know. All all those sort of lies behind there. Exactly. And that's one of the reasons uh, healing ministry and spending time reflecting on Jesus's own healing ministry is important for us because if we spend time with it, it'll unearth a lot of those things that Mm -hmm. we can work through with Jesus in our prayer. And what a beauty it would be to not just experience a physical healing, or maybe you don't experience a physical healing, but God reveals to you these places in your heart that are just a little rough around the edges, and he wants to hone them and make those smooth and make, make a pure heart of flesh for right. us. Like polishing a turd. So, no. <laughs> Things were going fine. So. <laughs> well, they weren't going fine, no, actually. They're nothing. Not going we're not going to actually air this. So, <laughs> we're going to have to do this again. So, uh, so, I was at a healing service, and... There was, uh, we were praying for somebody, and this person got prayer for a clicking thumb. Now, I don't know exactly what that Hmm. means, but I would imagine it means their thumb clicked. (laughs) (laughs) Like a ref. Like, or like the ushers at mass, like that, that are doing the count, count in October, and early October. And they're, you're trying to preach a homily, and they're just exactly Take right next to my. They come up next to me actually at my chair and gotcha, let me hear. Father. Well, that's why it's easier, I guess, than bringing in those things at roller coaster rides where they do the counts. <laughs> the turnstile. Yeah. Thing. So that's good. We don't want to bring those into mass. <laughs> So <laughs> we pray for this guy, another guy, and uh, you know he—I don't think he expected that a clicking thumb would be healed. Because obviously, even with those who have a lower threshold for things that seem worrisome, clicking thumb probably not there. But God healed his thumb, and I remember watching him kind of moving his thumb, saying like. Why on earth did God care about this? And mm. that's why I love this story. Be- now, did he ask for that to be healed from prayer? Or wasn't that? I, it was It was a, a way of praying where somebody in prayer called out saying, you know, I think God wants to heal a clicking thumb. Yeah. So he didn't even come and say, this is what I want healed. Right. It was one of the prayer leaders and their openness to the Holy Spirit right. said, I think there's someone here who could use healing for a clicking thumb. So he didn't even bring it up. That's beautiful. No. Yeah. And the other thing is I could imagine being that prayer leader is thinking that thought I have about a clicking thumb is 
kind of ridiculous. So it took a lot of courage, I think, to say click and thumb. And then God backed his word up. And one of the ways you can discern whether it was really from God is, did it happen? It's kind of like prophecy in the Old Testament. How how did they discern whether someone was a a prophet? If it happened. What's your track record? Yeah. So this ended up being a word from God, clicking thumb. This guy got healed. And I love this story because of his surprise, our surprise, and it really did force me on my drive back and in, and in prayer afterwards to say, God, you really do care about everything that's a part of our lives. You actually do. Like it's one thing to say you do. It's another time. It's another thing to see it happen in front of you, where God is revealing that he really counts every hair of our head. Yeah. He really it, knows everything. It's not just everything. knowledge like, well, he's the Lord of the universe. He knows how many atoms are in the universe. He knows every mathematical formula. It's like, no, he cares. Right. That you have every strand of those on your head. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So those, that's why I want to compare those two things. It's like brain cancer Clicking thumb. Mm-hmm. Jesus healed a fever and he raises Lazarus from the dead. He heals the paralyzed person. He shows mercy to tax collectors. I mean, in every instance, Jesus is revealing the kingdom of God that's present. And it's a kingdom of God that is so rich in mercy. His mercy wants to be present to every single little detail of our lives. If we really spent time in that, in that heart spa treatment of mercy, I think it would open us up both to receive prayer for more things, and also it would open us up more to the beauty of who God is. And uh, isn't that what it's all about? (laughs) So is that your challenge to our listeners and viewers? Say yes. Yes. Okay. So you have from a priest. The priest is challenging you now to take this lesson Mm -hmm. about how much the Lord cares for you, about every little thing in your life. Big or small. And what would be a useful way to approach prayer in a spirit of vulnerability? Like what would be a good first phrase to say that the Lord says to you? I would imagine, uh, I would imagine, like, if you're going to prayer, one thing you can imagine Jesus saying to you is, like, where does it hurt? <laughs> what do you think about that? He, well, he's the divine physician. That's right. He's the divine That's physician. That's like what a doctor would say. Exactly. Here, and so sometimes we go to prayer and... Uh, what we do, it's like we've got an arm that's kind of mangled. It's hanging on by The tendons are bare. And, you know, there's a bone jutting out. <laughs> yeah, of course. Continue. And we, so we go to prayer and, you know, I don't know, maybe we were chopping wood or something like that. And, and instead of talking about that, we're like, oh, God. Everything's Our great. Father, Lord in heaven. Thanks now. for everything you do. You're really wonderful. Yeah. And uh, imagine going to a doctor, and that's what's going on. You have this big problem here, and <clears throat> uh, or if the doctor says, "Hey, what about your arm?" He's like, "Oh, well, there's people missing legs." Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't have that problem. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. And uh, so to think of it in terms of like Jesus actually cares. And so when you go to prayer, like, hey, what what's wrong? 
what's actually wrong. And uh, realizing that Jesus wants to be attentive to that, that's a great way to begin prayer. The being honest about what's wrong and yeah, being honest big about your big or small, saying it with with clarity. Uh, you know, sometimes we're worried about being too raw with God. Uh, and then there's other people that that's not a problem at all. But I think that it's it can be a place of intimate encounter. God actually cares about what's wrong. Yeah, small things. Thinking about even something as small as um, <clears throat> if you're at work and, you know, maybe the boss is like, oh, oh, great idea. Who came up with that idea? And maybe one of your coworkers says, uh, you know, we just, we just came up with it together. But it was like your idea. Right. You know, like even Are something we... like that. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not is this... from real life. <laughs> I'm serious. It totally seems like it is. It totally Did seems this... like it is. Okay. All right. Miracle Monday was my idea. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm trying to think of real life examples, but we should probably just get out of here. Okay. So can you close us in prayer, please? I'd I'd love to. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Jesus, thank you for your love, for your kindness that wants to be attentive to us in every part of our life. And uh, this week, send forth your spirit to help us in prayer, to be honest and vulnerable with you. Uh, to trust that you want to be attentive to the little problems and the big problems in our life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Spirit. Well, this has been a time. (laughs) Is this a normal Monday? Miracle Monday? (laughs) It's not even Monday. Yeah. um, No, it's not. No, it's not. Everyone has gone one take. And this is three takes. Um, Beautiful. Really beautiful. Love you all. Really good. God bless you. Hope you have a wonderful Monday.